Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of April 30th. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm. With me, as always, Filter Cord. Hey, how's it going, man? It's been going. Uh, I had an awesome intro there. We were. I don't know if any of the people that listen to this podcast just oh, so. on like that come out, when it comes out on Monday and they catch it in podcast form. We also do a live version that happens mm-hmm. uh, usually between Thursday and Sunday. We try to keep it on a Friday uh, around five Eastern. Um, we do a bunch of ridiculous stuff before and after, so feel free to come and join us um, mm-hmm. if you uh, if you like listen to the podcast. Um, that's why we were kind of laughing on the way in. But, uh, um, so yeah, let's go ahead and jump right into, uh, what we've been playing this week. Yeah. Uh, so what's been going on with you, man? Um, I've actually had, uh, some, a little bit of time. My, my schedule's kind of boiled out to, in a way that's, you know, advantageous to me getting some game time. So, um, I've been, uh, kind of digging into Frostpunk, um, which, you know, something I was really looking forward to. I mentioned it like a hundred times before it came out. Right. Um, just came out on Tuesday. And uh, I've already got a couple hours into that. Um, it's really good. Uh, it's a little more challenging than I was expecting it to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think what really helps it succeed is that the scope is like extremely well uh, managed. It's like, um, I mean, you have this crater that you're building in, and that's it. You cannot ever get outside the crater. Like, you can send people to go on missions outside of it, but you don't build outside of it. So, I mean, is the point of that so you... Um, have a like, limited space. Well, well, besides the limited space, I mean, story-wise, did they say anything about, like... Oh, well, the crater, like... from the cold and... Right, yeah, know, it wind. keeps you... Um, it, it keeps you a little insulated. It keeps you away from some of that wind and everything, like... Um, mm-hmm. And this game's, like... It's very challenging. Um, the core... There's, like, multiple scenarios. The main scenario, uh, basically the concept of it is... Can you make it 60 days? Oh, boy. Like, 60 days. I mean, in 60 days, like, I haven't even built a generator yet in City Skylines. You know what I mean? Um, It it doesn't even start ramping up until you're, like, a couple years into your city or whatever. And in this, it's like, you just have to make it for 60 days. But that's really hard. Um, People aren't productive at night, typically, unless you, like, uh, force them in a 24-hour shift, which they hate. Um, Yeah. There's, like, various disasters going on all the time. It's slowly getting colder and colder. Uh, so you have to be rushing upgrades. I mean, we can see in this uh, video, this, this gameplay, that you have, like, five or six things getting built pretty much at all times. And if you're not doing that, you're not going to succeed. I mean, you have to constantly be... Multitasking. You, you have to know what you're doing next. You have to have your people on a, a success path. Um, I mean, you'll you'll start the game and you'll have, like... You know, once once you've dug up some coal or whatever, you'll have maybe uh, I don't know. Let's say you have like a three or four day supply of coal, and you're like, oh, dude, I'm totally good. When you've been operating at a deficit, I mean, if you if you don't get enough coal a couple days in a row, that that extra runtime goes away quick. And uh, as you upgrade your um, engine to provide more heat. For, you know, like, the heat, basically, you'll make it, like, it provides a higher temperature over a larger area more efficiently over time. Um, It's still going to increase those coal costs. Yeah, uh, in in this video, we're about 13 minutes in. mm. Um, What is the centerpiece? Is that what's providing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, 
that's your lifeblood. You can see a mech walking around over there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, they just work forever, but they also require coal. So they'll come back, get more coal, and then head back out to continue working. Okay, so they're just eating um, away at your resources to continue. So they, I mean, they use very little resource. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like I set mine to go work at a coal mine, so it goes out, it gets like enough coal to run itself, plus a good chunk extra, comes back and restocks. You know what I mean? So, um, and you uh, can't dig the hole any bigger, ever. Uh, you can bore into the walls of the crater that you're in. Like this one we're looking at, he's in a really small area. Um, the core game is in a, a lot larger of an area. Okay. Uh, so this is probably like a challenge um, yeah, map or something that he's doing. Protect the arcs. Okay. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I haven't played that mode. I'm just playing the main story so far. But oh, okay, okay. Um, it's it's really good. I mean, it's really intense. Um, there's actually a really good uh, article written by Rob Zachney, who's like the uh, strategy um, city builder simulation guy at uh, Waypoint. Uh, which is, you know, Vice News' uh, gaming column, I guess. Um, yeah. It was really interesting, and I think you would appreciate it too, where he kind of talked about how um, this game, like, really resonated with him because as a kid, there was the steel mill in town that, like, everybody worked at the steel mill. And then over time, the steel mill was losing funding. It, you know, they had to do layoffs, 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 uh, less and less people, and eventually they just shut it down. They couldn't sell it. And he was like, when the steel mill when the furnace turned off all hope for this town turned off like mm -hmm. it was never going to come back and like my childhood town was fucked um so it's it's really good and he kind of talks about that um that vibe and i i tweeted at him and he kind of replied to me and i was like yeah you know i'm from ohio i've definitely seen some like burned out like old steel towns that just don't have anything left right and he was like, he was like, yeah, man, it's really, it's like a really complicated feeling because like those aren't good jobs. It really sucks to work there, but like without it, people just don't have anything. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, it's the idea of like the coal miner, which this game does a really good job of like people need those jobs and it's a horrible job and it's going away because it's not economically feasible. Um, it's a really shit job. It makes you sick. It, you know, it kind of ruins your relationship with your family and everything because you're going to be there all the time and you come home looking like shit and smelling like shit right but it's like you know that's all people have and it's like it's a it's really complex and like this game is a kind of a practice in that where you're slowly like uh you have to pass like worse and worse laws that's like okay i can't afford to feed you guys extra food you're gonna have to eat like soup and bread you know what i mean and then later on it's like Dude, I have to have child labor. We're not going to live if our kids aren't helping us at the fucking steel mill. And that's yeah. brutal. And like, yeah, that's uh, crazy. To, to keep that running, it's like, at a certain point, it's like, it would actually be better for us all to just die than to live through this. Um, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And in such a short looks, time frame, 60 days. Yeah, and that's just the main, like, mm -hmm. you can go well beyond that, obviously. Well, yeah, it all depends on what your what uh, different modes you're playing in and scenarios or whatever. Um, that's just the main story of the game. But uh, yeah, it's it's really good. I've been recommending it uh, a lot more. I mean, I'll usually go to bat for games that I'm into, even if I know it's kind of weird. Um, but this is one where it's like totally blew my expectations away. It's a lot more than I, I mean. I was expecting it to be good, but it's got it's just a lot heavier of a game than I was expecting. Do they have uh, any sort of like little roadmap or what they have planned next, or have they talked about any of that? I know it just not came yet. Out, but 
Um, yeah, in the past, uh, this company, um, they've been known to kind of... I mean, their games are heavy. Uh, the other game that they made was This War of Mine, which is about like trying to keep a group of survivors in basically like a war-torn uh, area alive and like right, supplied. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and typically, they just add new scenarios and uh, you know nice. little story points, things cool. like that. Yeah, man, this one looks really good. Like, yeah. it's one of those ones that I would really super be into playing. Mm-hmm. But and of course, visually, it's just gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really good looking. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I would definitely pick this one up eventually. It's it's not necessarily like you don't have to get it day one to be in the conversation or something like that, but. Uh, like I would definitely recommend God of War. You have to get like, you don't want the, any of it spoiled. But yeah, uh, this is something where like, um, you don't really know what's going on until you play it. You know, so I would definitely recommend it though. Definitely. Cool. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, the uh, the Harry Potter mobile game, uh, Hogwarts Mystery, mm-hmm. uh, finally was. I don't know if it like, because you know, on a lot of apps, they they kind of like roll out releases. Uh, yeah, um, I think so, this was in. I think in it's just fully room. available now, but I'm not sure. I know day one it was like okay, I, you know we have access to it, and a lot of people were like oh look I'm playing. Other people were like oh I, you know it's not available on my device. Oh right. it's not available in my region yet or whatever. Um, yeah. So I was. I believe it's all the way out now. Is what yeah, I, I think it's probably all the way. Um, so if you're gonna get it, you're, you have it. You have access to it now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've been playing this one as well. How have you? Uh, it's what uh, have you been I don't know. Like, I get it. it. It's uh, it's interesting, mm-hmm. but it's just not what I'm. I don't know. It's it's got like a lot less story than I was hoping, and it's like it's a mobile game. Like, story is the easy, cheap stuff. You know? Yeah. Like they could have just hit me with a billion text boxes, and I would have been happy. And. Mm-hmm. uh... And it's it's kind of I mean it's very transparent on the way that it wants to kind of like suck money out of you. Yeah. Um, yep. I mean, you see it right away, almost. Yeah. Within it's, your uh, like, usually some games give you that like leeway of like here's, you know, you can play for probably about an hour before you get hit with a transaction. Which usually right. you don't play a mobile game for an hour straight, so that could be like two playthroughs, a couple playthroughs, plays. yeah. Um, yeah. But in this case, it was it was almost immediate. It was mm-hmm. so fast. Um, yeah, I don't think it's anything we've ever talked about. What uh, what house did you end up going with? Slytherin. Okay. That's I, my I, shit. I didn't know if you were like I don't think I've ever we've ever talked about that. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, like it's definitely a toss up between that and Ravenclaw. Right. And I do like Hufflepuff too. Like I think. Uh, like, Gryffindor is obviously just the jock, so I hate them. <laughs> so, well, Hasty uh, Pasta Man's a Gryffindor, so that's funny. Mm, explains a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. They usually say uh, that everyone is like a mix between, like a couple. A couple. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I, I I was sorted by like the Pottermore thing into. Mm. into Slytherin but yeah they usually say you're, most people are mixed between two and uh, so I when I picked when I did the sorting for the American house I was sorted into the 
um, Horntail Serpents, mm. which is like the Ravenclaw of the group, okay. or of the um, American Asses, so I don't know. I guess there might be, I don't know, some half-truth to that or something. Yeah, I don't know. I think there should have been, um, like, that's actually, like, basically every point this game has to fail, I think it fails. Um like we're I mean we're kind of looking at the very beginning and we're talking about the beginning of it because we're not really sure how long the game is yet and it like gatekeeps you a lot. Um it it really like it'll have like um hey you've just done you've you've done like the absolute minimum like you you completed one little step to a quest. Now you have to wait for 3 hours before you can go do another like 5 minute step. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is rough, and that's like, pretty. That's pretty annoying stuff, too. It's not yeah. only you're waiting to regen whatever your energy energy yeah. is. You're also now waiting. Um, you're also now waiting for, you know, just people to go places and do things. Right. So. Yeah. Damn! I really thought he was going to type in propane as the first name. I was going to lose my mind. Was going to be Hank. Yeah, it would have been good. That would have been really good. Yeah. But, um, like, all of the chances that they had in the game to work in some cool Harry Potter stuff, mm -hmm. they totally flubbed on it. Cause, so it's like, uh, when you go and get your wand from Ollivander, it's like, hey, what do you think? Like, do you think this will be a cool wand? And then you can be, like, funny or scared or curious, and that determines what your wand is. And it's yeah. like, there should have been a quiz, there should have been, like... Maybe you just randomly perform a couple gestures with the wands, and then one of them eventually agrees with the gesture that you gave it or something. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I always thought... I, I mean, they have access to Pottermore, obviously. They have the rights to Harry Potter to right. do something. Why didn't they connect that? Just come up way? with, like, a similar quiz or something. Like One of the big things that bothered me um, was when you finally get in, you're sorted, and you're in your house... Um, uh -huh. The villain is always fucking Slytherin. Oh, really? Always. Yeah. That's weird. Well, And it's like, I, I get it. I get it. Slytherin are the, you know, the cunning group. The um, cunty. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but it's like, that's not, I, I don't, I don't know if that's, I, I don't know. I felt like it should have been something else. If you were Slytherin, it should have been Gryffindor. If you're hmm. Gryffindor, it should have been Slytherin. And then if you're Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw, if you're Hufflepuff, it should have been Ravenclaw. It should have been yeah. nobody. Like because you can't everyone... possibly have a villain Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. So like... <laughs> yeah. If you're Ravenclaw, it should have just yeah. been Ravenclaw. <laughs> but yeah, even the um, you know, like which house you get sorted into, the game isn't like, hey, answer a few questions, and then if you don't like your house, you can pick a different one. Yeah, it's just like, hey, which one do you want? And it's like, dude, that's not interesting. It's not like. Yeah, uh, it's 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 not fun. After you know a couple I mean? like, minutes, yeah, I, I I already had everything from Diagon Alley, and I was sorted. Hmm. Yeah, and, and it's I was like, like man, it took nothing interesting long. whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, and um, and then I, on like top the games, of that, like I was mentioning, you know, the villains always Slytherin. Mm -hmm. So at one point, you know, some things happen, um, and you can get in trouble or maybe not get in trouble. I don't know how this works, but mm -hmm. it's between you and the Slytherin, you know, the villain, you know, your rival of the game or whatever. And yeah. uh, they're just like 20 points from Slytherin. And I was like, shit, that's just from me. Like, yeah. are you going to take more from this one too? Is this going to be like, yeah. are we already in the negative now? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot of, um, 
it's just like it's the graphics are like extremely good for a mobile game. It's yeah. basically like Sims 2, Sims 3 graphic level. Okay. Um you know, the environments are really cool. They did a good job of like the characters are like suggested of the actors that play them in the movies, but it's not like very clearly them. Mm-hmm. Um which I think is a really smart idea. Uh it's just very like uh it's su- it's such an obvious cash grab. That's like Yeah super depressing because it could have been a fun cool game but it you know it is i guess one of those things like we're not paying anything for it i i would have paid if it was an interesting fun game i would pay up to ten dollars for a mobile game yeah if i mean if this i think if this had like that connection that i was talking about and it had an interesting way of pushing Mm. you through the um the ceremonial part of it and getting your books and picking your wand and all that stuff and if that could connect to some outside source or even just in game that'll be fine but it would be really cool if it connected to like Pottermore yeah I can see why they didn't do that but um like you could have had something similar in game like you're saying yeah um it's it's very weird uh yeah it just it it felt weak and so far it's like I think I've I've been playing since it came out, and there's literally, like, two teachers that I've taken classes for. Mm-hmm. And, no, three. Yeah. I always forget yeah. about the broom. Uh, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just, it feels weird. Kind of like I'm almost not progressing. But, uh-huh. I mean, it, I guess it's a fun game. The help, The energy does come back rather quick. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, I think you have to wait. Um, like, it'll fill back up within, like, an hour. So. Yeah. You know. Pretty good on that. Um, overall, for me, I, I like, I don't think it's too bad. Like, I, I like it for what it is. It could be a lot better. So, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm going to have to write it out a little bit. Um, yeah. I, like, what's kind of weird is that this seemed, it was sort of marketed or, like, you know, early talked about as if it was going to be like the Harry Potter version of Pokemon Go. Right. And well, like, no, they I are think... working on one of those too. That's true. But uh, it's like Pokemon Go is actually, I think, a lot more honest uh-huh. than like this Harry Potter game is. Whereas Pokemon Go has like a core game and something to do. This game basically just ferries you from point to point and tries to annoy you into like buying their stuff. Right. So like, and uh, Poke- it's, it's well, not Pokemon like, I'm Go gonna, now. Now has that. Um, well, they added even more. Yeah, yeah they, they've added missions and stuff that you can right. get. Which whatnot. they probably should have had in the beginning. Like it's a major flaw that they had so little to do to start with. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm still going to continue to play this Harry Potter game for a little while. Like I'm, I'm feeling pretty down on it, and I'm, I'm pretty disappointed. But there's a chance it could turn around, and I want to see that. Right. Um, and apparently, I mean, I've heard that this game takes you through all seven years of school. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is, like, astronomical. If it really does that, this might be one of the longest mobile games ever made. Yeah. Um, I can't even imagine it having that much content. Like, I was so, like, man, I can't wait to meet, um, what's her name, Tonks. Uh, Hell yeah. She's probably like, a student. She is. And you can be friends with her in the game. Damn. You can and, be friends with Bill. I saw that. Yeah, and Bill. The best and Weasley. I was like, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. But that's like Damn. year five and six. <laughs> right. So that's really far ahead. I I guess you know I don't know how long a year is gonna be yet. Mm-hmm. 
Like, it seems like it's going to be pretty long, but I guess that could kind of be an illusion. Um, we'll have to see how it plays out. But, uh, you know, I'm definitely going to... I'm, I'm going to give it some more play time before I make a final decision on it, for sure. For sure, yeah. Um, I mean, I... Like I like I said, I enjoy it for what it is. I, I wish there was more, yeah. but... You know, I can overlook some things because it's like, yeah, fuck it, it's free. Um, wish in one hand and shit in the other. Pretty much. So, yeah. Um, I'd like to hear other people's thoughts. You drop us a line. Yeah, for uh, sure. At Mammoth Games Inc. With, uh, on Twitter, you know, with what you guys are thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is definitely a game that, like, if I heard the right, like, case, if somebody, like, made the right argument to me, I would turn around on this game quick. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and then, of course, uh, the last thing I know, we've both still been playing. Right. Frog of War. Frog of War. The Frogging. Mm-hmm. As, this is a subtitle. Yeah. Um, so where, where are you at currently? Um, let's see. I got the water. Uh, this is a game that you have to really be careful not to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the water to lower a second time, and then I've just kind of been dicking around after that. I haven't really got made significant progress. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I, um, I'm a bit past that. Um, mm. And, uh, yeah, that really opened a lot up. Like, I had yes. to actually go back and do literally everything that I'd done the first time. Mm-hmm. So, maybe I'm yeah, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm in the middle of doing is redoing all my exploration. Yeah. But yeah, it's continuing to be very good, very impressive. Um, I'm kind of like. I was really positive on it, and I was thinking like, okay, something's gonna happen, and I'm gonna something's gonna put me off. I heard the second half of this game is really like slow, um, so apparently I haven't reached it yet because it's still going great for me so far. Yeah, I mean, I've maybe I've just got to the second half. I could see how I guess where I'm at now could be the second half, but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel slow at all. Okay, um, that's good. I got to a pretty good stopping point. Um, today after my mm-hmm. stream, I'm not sure if I'll we're streaming tomorrow, but uh, mm-hmm. I probably will because I'm really enjoying playing it. Yeah. But it probably it definitely won't be at noon. Mm-hmm. No, I probably won't stream at all tomorrow. I'm not even thinking about it because I have something to do in the morning and then the afternoon. Afternoon, time to go see Avengers. Huh. Okay. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm really enjoying this. There's a lot of things that don't even, like, rear their head until, like, later on in in the game. Like, if you look up, like, if you look at the map, it'll say, like, a lot of things are, like, undiscovered. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of the, like, extras that you can get in the area or whatever. Right. Yeah, it makes a pretty good list of everything you can do. It's not flawless, but it's, it's better than a lot of games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there are certain points, like, I can't wait until you get to... A certain point, and I don't think you're too too far away from. Um, it's just it, it's it's really it's really cool. Um, okay. And it makes the game. It almost like re-energized my. Oh wow. Like want to keep playing. Yeah. And like I I mean I wasn't like not wanting to play at all. I was wanting to play like. I wanted to keep playing and playing, of course, but. Um, but that just kind of like. It gave you like that extra boost. Right, right. So yeah, that's, that's been cool. that's, that's really been cool. really good. Um, yeah, I think nice. it'll definitely be game of the year um, in a few places. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's been just like 
it's been getting a ton of attention, a ton of critical acclaim. It's everybody pretty much agrees it's the best God of War game, uh, just in general, and then also ratings wise. Um, yes, it's very good. Like I've 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 been really enjoying my time with it. Yeah, and like thinking back to the way Kratos act was acting in the other God of War games, mm-hmm. um, it's really interesting. I think. Um, yeah. Because, like, I remember that scene of him sitting around with, like, uh, like a bunch of, like, half-naked, mm. like, whatever they were, you know, I, I, I don't know. Harpies or some shit? Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, dead bodies laying around and uh, like he's drinking mead and getting weight. Like, it was like he was in his 20s, and now mm. he's, like, now he's in, like, his late 30s. 246. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really funny to see the progression of the character. Yeah, um, yeah, it's gonna be really cool to see where the game goes from. Just even where I'm at right now. So mm-hmm. who knows? Cool. After that, yeah, could yeah. get even spicier. Yeah, I Very saw good. someone say something about um, they saw some concept art of Kratos, and they're like, "Wouldn't it be cool if we got like a prequel of how he got from yeah. like one place to another, like how he hey, got man. here?" Depends on how much money they want to make. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Yeah, that would be cool." Yeah. Cool. Um, up next, we're going to jump right into the PlayStation Plus and Games with Gold for the month. But Hell yes. first, if you guys get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games and check all the top news and video game stuff that matters there. Um, and uh, yeah, the likes, comments, and shares and all that stuff. Uh, you get a look at everything we talk about here and more usually, especially the PlayStation Plus lineup. I was pinned that to the top of the page so everyone mm-hmm. can see it. Um, as well, follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live and do stuff like this, it's kind of been loaded down with me saying, "Hey, I'm streaming God of War," and I'm on my way to uh, I'm on my way to uh, Jotunheim, and mm-hmm. and I haven't made it. Um, I've never full liar. It's like God damn it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Um, like I said, all the likes, comments, shares, and follows are appreciated. But we'll go ahead and jump right into the PlayStation Plus games for uh, yeah. this month, for May 2018. Um, like I said, you can check it all out on Facebook first, so we'll do a quick rundown now. First up, you're going to be picking up for PS4 Beyond Two Souls. Hmm. Um, coming out in a month that has another Quantic Dream game coming out. Yep. I'm not sure if that's a good move or a bad move. Um, I almost feel like last month would have been a better yeah, I agree. window for that. But, um, yeah. yeah. I think they need the good press, because they got some bad press going on. They do. We're going to talk um, about some of that, I think, here in a little bit, right? Yeah, we will. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a good game. I'd, I'd highly recommend picking that up. So, yeah, I think uh, Beyond Two Souls is a, a good yeah. start game. It's, for, um, for sure. it's definitely a... Uh, a promising start like this is a you know it's not the oldest they could have released uh heavy rain for the ps4 but this is like newer not yeah. quite as well loved but you know still more expensive so i, I think it's right good. right definitely uh the second game you'll be grabbing up for the month is uh rayman legends um mm. a few different playable modes in there you have like a four-player co-op online challenge um and there's also one that's like uh a mode that's almost reminds me of Guitar Hero. Like when you jump, yeah. you know, different sounds happen. You kind of like dictate the tempo of the of the song, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Um, 
so you know if you are looking to and you've already played uh, Beyond and you're just waiting for the next if you're waiting for Detroit to come out I mean this might be a decent little game to jump in and play around with um, you know it's free and like I've been saying it seems like they put something for adults like uh, Beyond and something for kids which Rayman and not, you know not saying that adults can't play Rayman of course mm-hmm. um, so yeah that's a good uh, platforming game if you're still rocking the PS3 <clears throat> you can pick up Risen 3 Titan Lords um, I never really got into Risen but yeah um, was that the know, pirate I, one yeah it's the pirate one mm. um Man, I haven't really heard too, too much about this. Uh, especially, I didn't even, I don't even know if I remember about 3 coming out. Like, Oh, I definitely remember that. I remember, I remember 1 and 2. Um, someone that we worked with was super amped for, uh-huh. I think it was the first one. And then they tried to get a bunch of people to pre-order it, and no one pre-ordered it. And then it, the reviews were shit for it. Yeah. And they were mad because they were the only person who bought it. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty funny. Um. So who knows? I mean, it was a couple of reasons ago that I heard some pretty <laughs> negative things. So it might, you know, it might have worked itself out. Either way, it's free on PS3 if you're still right. playing PS3. So um, the next PS3 title you're picking up is Eat Them, uh, which is the spiritual successor to Rampage. I'm not sure if this is a like a timed thing where they're like, oh, it'd be great marketing for Rampage to give out Eat Them, which is the successor to Rampage. Um, which is kind of weird because Ethan did not do very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you basically play like a monster, like you would in Rampage. Um, okay. Everything you do, whether you know, everything that happens to you or that you do, um, costs you energy, and you have to eat um, civilians and you know cops and different things to uh, uh, regain that some of that energy. Mm-hmm. Even movement, movement being shot, you know, just everything costs you a ton of energy. So. Um, the art style is probably the one thing that I'm like, okay, it's probably the one thing it has going for it. Okay. Other than that, it looks like a clunky game. Hmm. So, definitely not for me. Uh, none of the PS3 titles are cross uh, with the PS4 either, so that's kind of a downfall. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have the uh, if you have the Vita, uh, the first game is a cross buy, I guess, uh, which I read before that it's not a cross buy, but. Uh, I mean, who would really want it anyway? It's called King Oddball. Uh, it's basically Angry Birds, Damn. but you play uh, um, like Juggernaut. I don't know. You play. You have to play this. <laughs> you play like this green ogre that has like a rock in you, around his head, like a rock helmet, mm-hmm. and he circling uses his tongue to fling boulders at structures to knock them over and destroy them. Um, it's it's Angry Birds, except you're not a bird you're an ogre that flings rocks and um instead of birds you're flinging it at it's like cops and militant units and then i have no idea about the last one um vermins i i know about it i know it's um a puzzle game that was on ios and then it came to vita um didn't do terribly well but no it's free so if you're still rocking the Vita, they're still limping along with some of the titles there. Um, so yeah, I mean, the bigger titles, Beyond Two Souls, obviously, uh, and Rayman Legends are not too bad. But other than that, it's a pretty lackluster month. <clears throat> yeah. um, these come out May 1st, uh, so you still have a bit of time to grab the old stuff if you haven't, like Mad Max and all that. Um, 
as well, they have an, an exclusive offer to new and existing PS Plus members uh, for Spotify Premium. Mm-hmm. They're really amping up the Spotify thing. You say 10% on your monthly subscription um, for new and existing PS Plus members. Um, and then as well, on, the pro- on your PSN profile, you can actually uh, sync up your uh, Spotify everything. And, you know, just basically allow access. And your friends can see what you're listening to and actually go to what you're listening to uh, right from your PlayStation profile. That's that's very MySpace. Yeah, very MySpace. Kind of cool. Um, and it also works from your phone, so if you set it up and you're listening to Spotify on your phone, your friends can see what you're listening to via the PlayStation uh, profile. But it's not, like, they don't have it on the computer yet, mm. which I think is really weird. That would be like the ideal place right. to put it, even though nobody uses it. Yeah. <clears throat> but it is what it is. But yeah, that is your <clears throat> that is your PlayStation Plus uh, free games for May 2018. Mm-hmm. And if you thought PlayStation was lackluster, just you wait. <laughs> you hold on to your tips right now. Um, so Xbox Live Games with Gold. Um, we're starting out... Uh, the month from all month from May 1st to May 31st. Uh, it's actually from what I heard a new release, Super Mega Baseball 2. Damn, um, I almost flipped this desk. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, that's fine. Uh, I'm sure it's cool. Uh, yeah. RBI baseball replacement. Um, and then from uh, May 16th to June 15th on Xbox One. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 Phantom Pain, so a couple months behind uh, PlayStation Plus, which is kind of disappointing. Um, you know, this game, like the core game, is the the price that Xbox is bragging about that you're saving is 20 bucks. So, like, a little late. <laughs> um, additionally, yeah. uh, the 360 games that will also work, of course, on your Xbox One. Uh, Sega Vintage Collection, Streets of Rage. So that's Hell cool. Yeah. Streets of Rage is pretty good. Um, yeah. Also, Vanquish. Uh, Vanquish was uh, really good at the time, but it's been like 20 years since then. Um, so yeah. Vanquish is going to be the 16th to the 31st. I don't know if I said it. Uh, Streets of Rage is the 1st to the 15th. So, um, yeah, I mean, again, pretty lineup, lackluster. Like, there's some, yeah. there's like a cool, kind of like, kind of like Rayman Legends. Like, it's kind of like a cool mini game uh, to get Streets of Rage. Uh, Vanquish is a yeah. pretty good game. Uh, that's platinum, right? Yeah, I think um, platinum. So it, that was pretty good. But uh, ultimately, pretty disappointing month. Yeah, it kind of sounds like it. Um, I mean, Phantom Pain—that's good for the you know those users that, of course, didn't have that. Those three people that haven't gotten that yet—that's not bad. Um, Streets of Rage is cool, but like looking back at the PlayStation one, I'm like, yeah. Beyond's good. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, that's okay. I just wish that would have came out last month, so I would have had time to, you know put some time into it. I, like, what am I going to do? Stop playing God of War to play Beyond? Like, come on. Right. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> yep. Cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's probably because they're building up to E3. Um, yeah. It's not really time to really blow out the big guns with free shit because you probably want people to be available and, like, wanting to play your next thing coming out, so. That is something I kind of wanted to talk about that we didn't put on the docket. E3, I keep hearing um, little rumblings of Rumorinos. Yeah, um, and people, a lot of people are expecting some sort of, like, this game will be, or, you know, our game hasn't been announced, 
uh, or the release date for a game hasn't been announced yet. It's coming out tomorrow. But it's coming out, you know, like within a month. They're going to pull like a Fallout 4. Yeah. I, I can um, see it. And, you know, a lot of people are expecting one of those. And I don't know why they're expecting one of those. Mm-hmm. But the titles they're expecting it on are huge. Um, one of the theories is uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, if that happens, it, it'll still be like month, like months away. It'll be like, and it'll be out this fall. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or late summer. But uh, one of the other ones, and this one I seems so outlandish, but a lot of people are really like, yep, into it, is uh, Borderlands. Mm-hmm. Borderlands yeah. 3. Yes, I could see that. That'd be cool. Yeah, it would be really cool. Um, but I mean, it seems so outlandish to me. Like, mm-hmm. if it happens, you know, I guess fuck me. But um, yeah, that's still. I, it would be. I would be like completely stoked for a new Borderlands. We've heard nothing about it since what was it? GDC a couple years ago, and they even said that this isn't Borderlands. This is just tech that we have to show off. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Just some weird E3 rumblings that we keep hearing about. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we'll go ahead and jump into the games releasing. Um, very slim. Very slim. I'll let you go take the first one. Uh, yeah, so I'm super into this. Um, Total War Saga Thrones of Britan- Britannia comes out May 3rd. Um, it's on PC. Uh, coming from Creative Assembly, the guys that do all the Total Wars. Um, basically, this is specifically zooming into um, you know, a relatively small area for a Total War game. Uh, we're just talking about, what is it, the Norman Conquest of England, or one of the conquests. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's looking like very atmospheric. It's a cool period of history. There's like some Viking-ass mofos that are coming into England and trying to take it over from the, the native Englanders. Um, so yeah, you kind of choose what side you're going to be on, um, and then you run through, you know, one of, I guess, a couple campaigns. Uh, it's a lot smaller than a normal... Total War game, and it's going to release yeah. a little cheaper as well. So, yeah, it's not bad um, for those people that are like super into Total War. Like, I guess mm-hmm. it kind of gives you a. This would be a good entry point. Yeah, I mean, well, not only that, it's a good entry point, but for those people that have been playing, you know, the bigger titles, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. this is something new and small to like play and right. You know, hold me over until something uh, bigger. The bigger one comes out, you know. Total yeah. War Warhammer Three. Yeah, so, um, you know, definitely a cool, really interesting period of history that uh, a lot of people don't have a lot of knowledge about. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if, if you're a strategy fan, I definitely recommend it. If you're a Total War fan, you already pre-purchased it. Um, yeah. If you've been interested yeah. in Total War and just never, like, bought in, now would be a great time with this uh, title. Yeah. So, I mean, like, what, what about 1 and 2? Do they have, uh, like, I, because I, I'm not a big Total War fan. Um do they, like, have connecting stories, or are they just kind of... Oh, no. Each Total War game is, like, a totally different period of time. Um, the okay. Warhammer games, uh, they do have, like, an overarching story between... There's going to be three, but each one also has standalone campaigns. I mean, some of the best Total Wars... Um, I know that uh, Rome was pretty well-received. That one had some, like, technical issues. Um, the Shogun games were really good, like, Feudal Japan... Yeah, I even um, one of those, yeah. Yeah, they've done, like, you know, they, they've done most of the big eras so far. 
They haven't oh, yeah. done a lot of super modern stuff, and they probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, stay away from that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they've, they've hit a lot. I think the, uh, the Warhammer games are really good just because they're allowed to get a little, like, funky and, like, non-historic. Um, right. But this one looks really good just because uh, the, the like, era that that, that um, the Thrones of Britannia game is going to be set in was, like, super interesting. And it was, like, the most peak medieval shit. Um, right, yeah. Very good. Yeah, it doesn't look terrible. Um, I've just never been a big fan, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Uh, that is... Um, Total War Saga Thrones of Britannia from Creative Assembly coming up for PC on the 3rd. Not to be outdone on the 4th, we have a Switch game incoming mm-hmm. Donkey Kong uh, Country Tropical Freeze. Um, I mean, this was one that I think a lot of people missed because it dropped on the Wii U. So it's kind of good that it's coming out over here on the Switch. Um, it, it It's your standard side scrolling. Donkey Kong, you know, gameplay, or, you know, reminiscent of Donkey Kong Country, um, as you're traveling through, you know, I think it's like a total of six different islands in order to defeat the Snowmads, um, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, your standard, you need to pluck, uh, items off the ground, pick them up and throw them, it's to stun enemies, um, it's pretty much a Donkey Kong game that you'd imagine for, like, a Donkey Kong Country, um, but the island has just, snow has fallen upon it from the Snowmads, and you're here to get rid of them mm-hmm. so um yeah you can grab that one up on the fourth uh may fourth yeah the fourth be with you i guess <coughs> is what they want you to say damn uh but yeah donkey kong uh country tropical freeze coming out on the switch may when is the donkey kong star wars crossover coming really really that's what we're i mean it's before. going to happen nintendo and disney are both going to make that fucking money <laughs> there's no way they're not that Danky Kang money. The Danky Kango money. Yeah. Is he the one with the girlfriend that he has to rescue from Bowser? Yep, he is. Uh, and Good as be. well, like normal, if there's something we missed, it was pretty slim pickings. Uh, so if there's something we missed you think we should have mentioned, let us know uh, on Twitter at Men's Games Inc. Um, uh, no anime games. No anime games because get that shit up out of here. Don't no, anime it. games are fine, but... It just has to not suck wee-wee. Mm, that pretty much means no anime games. <laughs> that means... <laughs> uh, we will we... be the fucking... The long dick of the law <laughs> that determines that. It's damn true. Cool. Um, so, uh, we have a pretty yeah. good... Uh, pretty good Humble Bundle going on. Humble Bundle real. Um, especially if you are a Sony player. Well, not especially. Only if you're a, a, a PlayStation player. Um, so, it's the Humble... Capcom and Sega PlayStation Bundle. Let's see if we can add any more proper nouns into that. Um, ultimate. Well, seeing as how it's Capcom, this is probably... Ultimate alpha, Super X4 Alpha. Alpha 4D6 <laughs> edition coming out. Exactly. So, uh, so at the pay what you want section, which I believe is a dollar or more to qualify, um, you get the first Dead Rising on PS4. That's pretty good. Okay. Uh, Dust Force on Vita, which I actually heard was okay. Um, Super Monkey Ball Banana Splits. We all know that feeling. On Vita. I yep. can't believe there's still Monkey Ball games. And I also, uh, very good, worth the money by itself, Crazy Taxi PS3. Crazy, yep. Um, so Not if bad. you do uh, more than the average, which right now is like 11.85, something like that, um, 
you get on PS4 Resident Evil HD Remaster. That's great. Um, Mega Man Legacy Collection is pretty good. That's a lot. Uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica X, also Which on is PS4. Probably the best offshoot Resident Evil game that exists. It's right. fantastic, actually. Right. Um, actually, the best Resident Evil spin-off game was Silent Hills. Um, <laughs> also on PS4, you get Alien Isolation. Not a great game, but I heard a lot of people had a lot of fun with it. A lot of people suck that game's dick pretty hard. Uh, well, the, I, the, the I, I don't get it. Like, yeah, that was one where... There's like, a lot of people... It's like... I guess it's... It, like, at some point, it was really cool to hate on things that are good. Yes. And then it became cool to like things that are shit. Right. That's correct. So I think that's what that's where that falls into of liking um, things that are shit. Was, I'm not sure. Yeah. I didn't like it when I played, but I know whatever. there was um, like reviewers. It's one of those things where like critics loved it and then like fans just didn't like it, right? Which is like really odd. I don't really know how that happens, but uh, I know it sold like garbage. Oh yeah, it didn't sell very well. We worked there. Yeah, we worked at a retail when that was coming out, and it did not sell well at all. There was two pre-orders. That's not there were, and not one great. of them was someone in the store. Right. Um, so yeah, on a PS3 also you'd get Binary Domain, which uh, is pretty, um, not a great game, but a pretty interesting, like, what they're doing with the game. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of almost right. like a uh, uh, Nier Automata style story going on. Um, also on PS3, Sonic Generations. Okay. Uh, and then if you do, this is where the real money starts coming out. If you do 15 or more, you get all those plus... Dead Rising 2 on PS4 and Valkyria Chronicles Remastered on PS4. That basically just came out. Yeah. Um, and of I mean, course, you get the, uh, if you're a humble subscriber, you get the $2 wallet credit. Right. So, I mean, if you're going for it, you might as well just pay the 15 I mean, if you're going to pay the yeah. 11 85 you might as well pay 15 and get Dead Rising 2. More for your PS4, basically. And you do get some good bonuses as well. I actually want to call these out. Usually I don't. Uh, if you do $1 or more, it's at the very bottom. Bonuses. Um... If you do one dollar more, you get ten percent oh. off your first month of Humble Bundle Roo. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you do the eleven to eighty-six, if, you know, if you do the average or more, you get fifty percent off Dead Rising Four DLC pack for PlayStation Store. Forty percent off Resident Evil Seven Gold Edition PlayStation Store. That's big. Forty percent off Valkyria Revolution uh, for PlayStation Store. That's the newest one. Fifty percent off Yakuza Zero PS Store coupon. That's pretty yeah. good. Actually, that fifty percent off Dead Rising Four is um, all of the Dead Rising 4 and DLC that came out on PS4. Oh, shit. I thought it was just DLC. Yeah. No, it's the whole it's the whole game, so you get half off that. Damn. Because it's probably going for like 40 bucks, so you 40, picked it up yeah, for Chris 20. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I really like the ones where they work with consoles. So. Um, yeah, yeah. And they're pretty far and few in between from what I've seen. There's yeah. not. It doesn't happen too, too often, so. Cool. Yeah, that's a pretty good call-out. So if you guys are in the market for any of those games, just pick it up here. Yeah, and that's still got got over 11 days. We're recording this episode a little early, but this will still be around for a long time. Right. Cool. Um, We'll shoot from the deals over to some of the demos and previews that we've uh, kind of amassed for uh, in the past week. Um, the first one was something I just was browsing and found was pretty cool. Um, Tiny Build has a game that's supposed to be what was it, the first one is coming to um, the Switch, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, called Party Hard, and you're a pissed off neighbor that wants to end the party, so you got to go kill people at the party. Uh, stealth 
like, um, and, you know, get in and get out. It kind of reminds me of, um, what, the, what is that game, um, where you put on the different masks, you like a chicken, or, uh, where's a varsity jacket? Uh, Hotline Miami. Hotline, yep. Uh, very Hotline Miami looking, I think. Um, not, well, maybe not so much in gameplay, but I don't know. Um, but you can go over to partyhard.game and download the free alpha for um, uh, for PC. Uh, you can download the Alpha 1 demo or the holiday alpha that came out uh, over the last holiday that I believe, I don't know, you know people who already pre-ordered it got a hold of. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can check it all out. It's uh, looking to be pretty cool. I'm going to check it out myself. might have some information yeah. on that next week so yeah i like the stuff that is just like a totally bizarre idea that works as a game <laughs> yeah um that's very good <clears throat> yeah very weird uh we um, do have some more testing opportunities here too we do do you want to take one of these or mm, you want me to go ahead and run through them go ahead and run through them cool but i'll uh, throw in comments that nobody wants to hear <laughs> Um, the other one was one I just signed up for. I actually really liked the... First of all, the show worked for me. I, I liked it up until like closer to the end of when it got cancelled. And I was mm-hmm. like, not really anymore. Um, and the game was really cool. Uh, but Defiance. Um, they had this really cool dynamic with the original game where characters from the show would leave and they would go from was those, like St. Louis to um, like California. Mm-hmm. where the game took place in California, and then the people from the show would just show up in the game, and then they would have missions or, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, it was a kind of interesting uh, little MMO, and they have Defiance 2050 um, coming up. There's a closed beta taking place April 27th. You can sign up for that uh, at uh, defiance2050.com. Look for the sign-up button. Um, you can test that out on Xbox One, PS4, or PC. Um yeah, it might be pretty good. I might jump into this one as well. I guess it really depends on if anyone else gets into it. I already have my code for PS4. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'll probably jump into that regardless. I don't know. And the last testing opportunity that we have is for the closed beta of H1Z1 on PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, coming May 22nd. Uh, kind of one of the original Battle Royale. This is just the Battle Royale mode, actually. Yes. Uh, it's one of the OG Battle Royale modes. Um, they're also like freaking out telling you that you can pre-order it as well um, mm-hmm. but I would wait until the end of this uh, podcast before you cast your vote on pre-ordering it or not yeah we got some nudes the nudes we got some sticky N- nudes nudes bagoods so I'll let you go ahead and Start jump right into the weekly news alright so one thing we have is a uh, New show coming to Disney XD, Star Wars Resistance. Um, It is anime-inspired Star Wars. Uh, So that's pretty cool. I don't 100% know what that means. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of interested to see the art direction of this. Yeah. Um, But it says that it was created by uh, Lucasfilm animation veteran David Deloney. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did the Clone Wars. Clone Wars and uh, Rebels, Rebels. That was the other recent one, yeah. Yeah, that was the other one we could think of earlier. Correct. Um, also has executive producers of 
um, like the Clone Wars and Rebels, and then uh, the I think the newer Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle series. Yeah. Not the one that's coming out that has the jacked up art style. The one right before that, that the art style wasn't too too bad. You were like, okay, I'm starting to get weird. But this is get, starting to get a little weird. Yeah. Um, I think that was the one that had uh, the dude from Parks and Rec. What was his name? Um, it was uh, uh, Aziz's friend. Um, that was really oh, crazy. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you were like, got off on a technicality. He's, he's that guy. He's great. He's so good. He voiced. He. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was the last one or if it's the new TMNT reboot. Um, but he voices Leonardo. <laughs> nice. Very nice. <laughs> I think it's the new one. The old one I know had uh, the guy who voiced Raphael switched to Donatello. Hmm. Um, the guy who do, who did um, Beast Boy's voice in all of Teen Titans. Oh, nice. Michelangelo. Um, and Sean Astin did Raphael. Damn. Oh, and I think that was the one that had... Who was it? Was it Jason Biggs, maybe? Damn. As Leonardo? That's had a, a pretty star-studded cast. Had a pretty star-studded cast, to be honest. Shit. So... Um, I don't know why they axed that. Probably because people like me weren't watching. But mm. anyway, we're not even talking about TMNT. That's just how that happens. Um, okay. the voiceover cast um has uh, some, some names: Scott Lawrence, mm. Legion, Donald Faison from Scrubs. My man. What's up with that? And huh? keep going. Jim, Jim Rash from Community. Jim oh my fucking Rash. God. <laughs> yeah, this, gonna, he's like the this new Andy Dick. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need Andy Dick is a living version of Roger from American Dad. Uh-huh. And that scares a lot of people, I think. It scares me. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, oh, so yeah, definitely oh. look forward to that. Um, did we get? Uh, okay, so it says it's coming this fall. So um, yeah, uh, but we'll, I'm sure we'll hear more about that. And be bombarded. If you like anything right. Star Wars related on Facebook, it'll pop up. Yeah, so pretty soon you'll be able to catch a uh, two new seasons of two different TV shows and 16 movies a year. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. We're getting there, people. And a new game every... Uh, probably a new Star Wars game every year going forward. Well, there'll too. be a new one every year, and then hopefully there will be a quality one every five, five or six years. <laughs> yeah. No joke. Um, cool. So, yeah, the next one, uh, Congregate, yeah. which is not owned by GameStop, so I approve of it. Wait, um, it's not owned by GameStop? Not anymore. They sold it off like a bunch of idiots. Uh, yeah. So, um, they're making a new Anyhow. digital... Uh, games marketplace called cartridge kind of a weird move um yeah but weird. uh yeah they're basically they want to talk about how um they're working with developers uh so basically the first ten thousand dollars of a game sales the developer gets 100 percent of the revenue that's amazing yeah that's um, good so this had initially they this was like a timed promotion to kind of help them launch but they're like oh no we're just going to do that forever now um hmm. and it's per title so if you release, like, as a developer, um, you get that every new title that comes out. So it's not like a one-time thing per account or something. And this is interesting. To encourage exclusivity, Congregate extends that number to mm-hmm. 40K. With uh, 90% going to the developer. Developers. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Um, so you get your first 10,000, 100%. 
the next 30,000, you get 90% of that. If and it's then, exclusive, of course. Um, and then you can opt out uh, of exclusivity, but the 40 is timed. Um, you need to opt in before the end of October, so that's to help them launch. And then, um, you know, they kind of talk about, you know, the industry basically only gives developers 70% usually. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, that's that's pretty big. Um, and once you've hit all the caps of, of these other things, it becomes a 70-30 split. So um, standard. So it becomes standard after you hit that above standard start. But that's pretty good. I mean, that's not bad. That really helps. Like, I mean, game companies go for a long time spending a lot amount of money and not making anything. So yeah. the, the sooner they can start getting money back, the better. And uh, you know, obviously, most sales occur in the beginning, uh, and then you know, the first couple times there's special deals. So um, especially yeah. for smaller games, this this is huge. Um, yeah, this would be really good. It would be cool to see the first. You know, like some of the first bigger titles that are uh, right. signing on with cartridge or whatever. And you know, I there is like a question too that makes me kind of wonder: like, if your game never makes ten thousand dollars, does that mean car- uh, cartridge never makes any money off of you? you I mean, I, mean? I would assume so. I, I mean, would assume I wonder so. if it's, that's the way it's yeah. worded. Um, that, I mean, I, I guess you'd have to comb through the little contract, you know. Yeah, you'd have to but, look through there. You know, find out. Get your uh, businessman on it. Yeah. But from the yeah, outside, cool. it sounds like a pretty good deal. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty awesome, man. Yeah, it's 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 very interesting. Um, yeah. Um, I kind of waded myself with all the news stories in the beginning, didn't I? You did. I was doing If that. you want to keep going, I, I, I can launch into the next one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, uh, um, uh, Gur Martin is releasing a side story. Uh, not Winds of Winter. Um, I haven't yes. kept up with this. I know you know a lot more about the Jordan. <sighs> um, so, like, 500 years ago, I started reading the Game of Thrones series, and it's not fucking done. And this dipshit just keeps writing other fucking <laughs> shit that nobody wants to read. Like, I appreciate... Okay, like, um, this is my thing, like, he's definitely modeled himself after J.R.R. Tolkien. Mm-hmm. But Tolkien, in his lifetime only had four books published in the Lord of the Rings saga. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was Hobbit and the three Lord of the Rings books. And then after he died, his son was like, yo, my dad wrote a bunch of shit and he was not really around while I was growing up because he kept writing the stupid shit for you, so I'm going to publish it. Uh, I don't know how they're... They had a really good relationship. And make that buck. You had to make that buck. So, like... You had to make a buck. A couple bucks, maybe. But, uh, you know, in the, like, Lord of the Rings... Uh, not really series, but like expanded universe, I guess. Uh, there's like a shit ton of books, but it's not like it was like okay, Hobbit comes out, The Fellowship of the Ring comes out. Now I'm going to tell this side story. Two Towers comes out. Now I'm going to spend 26 years telling all the backstory of this world. Like he put the fucking books out and then told about the world if you were interested. <laughs> yeah. And this Which fucker, would, that, I mean, George sense, you know? Martin, keeps making side projects. He's got graphic novels. That he personally writes. He wrote episodes of the TV show because he doesn't want to completely let his shit go. Finish your fucking series before you die, sir. Like, yeah, I, I, he is not a healthy man. He's the white Guillermo del Toro. It, I think. I think. But in uh, more shit. Guillermo is like super healthy down to the core. I think he'll probably live to be 108. 
Oh, yeah, I mean... But George R. R. Martin, he's... He's gonna live to be 80, maybe. He's gonna live another... 56 minutes? Hold on, I'm looking at my watch. (laughs) (laughs) So not only that, like, not only did he say, oh, okay, I'm releasing another side story, which he's already done, like, 10 of, but it's gonna be a fucking two-part side story. A a two-sharder. That's fucked. Yeah. Um, I, I, I wonder, and I said it at the, you know, before we started recording, I really wonder if it's, like, to keep people hooked in there. It of, is. Like, oh, they want this last book, but instead I'm going to give them this side book, so they're like, fuck, I want that last book. Well, I might as well go read that little side piece of shit that he wrote, right. so I can figure out who the, you know, hell these people are. And, I mean, not even figuring out who people are, but learning more about them. You know, it's just a deeper dive, isn't it? And I mean, it's sick. I mean, it's a whole separate story of... Basically, it's a two-parter talking about the uh, Targaryen kings before the... uh, I mean, even, like, the majority of the story... It's like referencing a book that was looked at. It was held in the hands of someone in the original story, basically. Pretty much. Um, And that's not to mention... Like, yeah, you could just keep doing that forever because in this book, it's going to be like, and then... Jacob looked to his left and noticed a weird symbol. And then there's going to be like a nine fucking book series about that. Yeah. <laughs> this I little mean, bastard. I wonder if he actually just has it done and he's just and waiting I, for I'd, I'd be willing to bet. For sweet death. Sweet release. Yes. And then he, as soon as it's done, it's wrote in his will to publish that shit. Yeah, just to like, so his wife and kids have like never have to work again. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, it's very weird. Um, yeah, it's a very weird... But, I don't know Yeah, I wish he'd just fucking release the last book Like, I'm gonna read all the side shit anyways Because I'm a fan And most fans will And the fans will Like, but I'm I'm, I don't like having to wait 120 years, you know Like, at least J.K. (laughs) Rowling finished the Harry Potter series Before she started writing this shit Yeah, she was like, well I guess that's done, and like, and that's the fear. I think. I think that's just the fear that he has. Like, I'll be, I won't be relevant anymore once they get the last book. That's fucking true. Yeah. You had your goddamn I mean, time. You're irrelevant now. Make me my yeah. fucking book. Well, he has. He has to be in the conversation though now because it's just not done. Yeah. I haven't done it yet, guys. It's. I haven't pulled the trigger on the last one. So. Well, not to mention that the most recent book of the series that came out was like. I don't know, 2015 maybe? It, it was probably earlier than that, but um, mm-hmm. even the most recent book that came out was meant to be the last one, and he split it into two of the biggest books of the series. So it's like... He's going to split yeah. this last book into five books, and he's going to hide them in different corners of the globe. Yeah. It's going to be... A, it's going to be... It's only, It's not going to be mass-published. You're going to have to... Holy shit. Okay, it's you're gonna way worse. To... <laughs> it is so much worse than I thought. Okay, so the the series started in 1996. The most mm-hmm. recent book was A Dance with Dragons. Came out in 2011, bitch. It's been we were seven... all dancing with dragons in 2011. That's true. It's been seven or eight years. Skyrim came out. And he won't have fucking finished this shit. <clears throat> Goddamn. Jesus fucking H. Christ. He needs to get his kids together. He needs to squish them together. Oh, he's got them. Oh, he's got them. Now, he's not he... as fat as he looks. He's yeah. just like a big guy, big Scottish, Irish. He, yeah, I was, gonna, what, I was gonna say, what is he? He almost I don't he's know. Scotch What's Irish. under that hat? Oh, we'd have no clue. 
He could have like some I, big ass Rasta dreads. <laughs> that would be rad as fuck. A Duber falls out. <laughs> he pulls out. Damn. These long dreads fall out, and without moving his hands, a Duber just rolls down and lands right on his lip. He catches the son of a bitch without doing anything. Oh my dear God. I'd be, oh, I'd be so happy. Oh my fucking God. It just got so much worse. I just looked into his fucking... I looked into the Wikipedia shit. He's planning on another fucking book after this. <laughs> you little fucking bastard. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's how it's happening. Son of a bitch. Cool. R- rolling right along. Mm-hmm. We have... Uh... <laughs> Finally. <laughs> got him. Yeah. Um... So, Belgium declares loot boxes are illegal. Uh-huh. Um, I know it's kind of I agree. well past this, but... Yeah, it's like nobody gives a shit anymore. They're all gone. Yeah. They're, they're not in anything except, <laughs> what, maybe FIFA? Well, that's fair. Oh, Overwatch and... Like, 45% uh, of their country is going to buy the new FIFA game, so I guess they have to strike while the iron's out. For real. Um, so, the uh, Belgian Gaming Commission looked... In uh, looked at Star Wars Battlefront 2, FIFA 18, Overwatch, and Counter Strike, um, and found that only Star Wars found only Star Wars was not in violation of the uh, country's gambling legislation. Um, I mean that that's interesting. I, I I know we're pretty far past all of the talk of like is this stuff like I find it weird that they're bringing it back up and like why would they like two years why later. Would it be, yeah, why would it even be... Like, if they're going to push it that far back and it's going to be swept that far under the rug, why even mention it at all? Yeah, I agree. You know, just just say, okay, well, now it's illegal, and then, you know, nobody's really talking about it. It's just done. Mm-hmm. Um, I do find that weird that, like, if it's just, cos- like, cosmetic stuff. Mm. I don't know. That's, that's odd to me. Like... There should be uh, maybe two tiers of loot boxes. Ones that you pay for that make things easier and other things that are just bullshit that doesn't matter. I mean, nobody right. cares that you have the newest Diva skin. That's correct. Watch, you know? Yeah. And sure, it looks cool, but that's all for you. Yeah. Um, but this is on the heels of, um, like, where else uh, determined that it was gambling? There was, like, it was like New was Zealand Australia? or something? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, there's a New Zealand or Australia, and then... They've got kind of weird uh, laws on that sometimes. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. I, I do agree oh. that it's gambling. It must be. Yeah. It, it definitely is when you're getting an advantage. Um, because well, I don't know. That, I, mean, I mean, then again, it makes something that you paid for to um, stand on even grounds with people, it makes it uneven again. Because you just didn't get the luck of the draw. You know, you're not spending enough money or... You know, in most cases, you're not spending enough money. Mm-hmm. But even in those cases, even if you do spend enough money, you might not get something that's even useful to you. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. Well, it's... it's uh, Part of the issue is that the in these games, it's not an option to purchase it without. Like, if you have... Uh, some of the I don't know if this law specifically agrees but some of the places that have determined that loot boxes should not be allowed um, they basically argue that if you can't 
buy the item in some other way in the game, then you should not be able to win it in the loot box. So, like, right. you can go and get whatever skin you want, or you can spend a little less and get a random skin that you might not want. So that's okay. but Which is what Overwatch does. Right. You can use um, to buy it. So I, I guess in this one, they they disagreed with that. But um, basically, I mean, the, the, the strictest uh, reasoning for this is that they don't want kids to get like addicted to gambling right which uh you know these i mean a, a lot of studies have showed that these games have similar uh cognitive behavior as gambling which is okay. definitely a problem i mean that's the reason that they kind of outlaw gambling and they don't just like say well hey if you're if you have a problem just don't go to the like casino or whatever it's it's not a choice at a certain point you know what i mean um, yeah. So, I mean, like psychologically speaking, you become obsessed. Yeah. So, if you just don't let people become obsessed in the first place, is that a nanny state thing? Yeah. But, you know, it, if it's I mean, a problem, I think if they put all casinos on riverboats. Oh, interesting. Then it's, it's yeah. by the law of the water. Yeah. It's the laws of the sea, which neither man nor God can disrupt. Right. And the only person you have to talk to about it is Davy Jones. Mm hmm. Which is your uncle. And if yeah. you end up in that fucking locker, you, you it's way too late. It doesn't matter if you're gambling or not. Yeah. You're bf real hard. Uh-huh. Tentacles. Testicles and tentacles uh -huh. is all you get. It's a festival. <clears throat> festival Boo. tentacles. So, uh, rolling along from kind of weird bad news, I guess, to sad bad news. Right. Um, like the, yeah. uh, the publisher and developer of... A Death Road to Canada, which we've actually kind of been mentioning a lot because it's got such a great name. Mm -hmm. um, they've decided to postpone the release of the console versions. Uh, I'm sure because of social media, everybody's probably heard of the uh, uh, what is it, the Toronto van attack. Um, some dude like killed 10 people and injured 15 more people with his rented van. Uh, right. So... They were like, you know, this it's not gonna like hit any of the content in the game. The game is not about running over Canadians, but right. you know, the title is Death Road to Canada, so we're gonna give it a couple of days to breathe. We're gonna um, give it a fucking little cool down <coughs> window here. It was gonna come out a day after this event happened. That's yeah. wild, or I guess maybe two days. Um, but that's uh, you know, twenty four to forty eight hours is not enough. Uh, it's you know. This, that's why I was never able to release my massively successful slam into world economy trade buildings with your airplane uh, video game. Because it was going to come out September 15th and it's distasteful, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that was going to have to be on the back burner forever. Yeah. So when did they push this thing off to? Uh, they haven't really said yet. Um, okay. Which is unusual. I think they're just going to kind of wait for it to recede out of the news and then just gently drop this game without a lot of fanfare. Um, yeah, that, that sucks. Well, you I, know, I hate uh, when things ruin. Yeah, like um, because something someone that's a piece of shit did. Right, like it ruins things. And, it, and it's been... you know it's obviously unrelated. Right, but you know I do agree. Like you do want to like think about you know protect innocent people. I guess. Um, yeah. You like you know let the bodies hit the floor got taken off radio. Yeah. Because of nine eleven. Um, also, yeah. uh, was it chop suey or toxicity? system of a down the one that talks about uh like righteous suicide bombing got removed 
Yeah, I can see that. So, fair. Uh, But yeah, it's like, um, you know, obviously unrelated. Everybody knows it's unrelated. Nobody's making the argument that, oh, well, this game is like making fun of my uncle who got hit by the dude or whatever. Like, that's obviously not true. But, you know, you still don't want to like scar people. So, just hold it a couple days. No biggie. I don't think like... This is definitely a, like a cool looking game. I, I again, I love the name of it, and it's like cool little indie studio. Uh, and I definitely like would recommend people check the game out. It's definitely like if it sticks out to you, then check it out. Um, yeah. But I don't think anybody's going to be like slamming GameStops trying to get this thing on midnight or anything. So yeah, this is a couple days. What's just, it going to hurt? You know, they're going to get most of their sales digitally. It, anyway. it might actually get them some extra attention for being like oh these guys are cool and they're not massive dickheads yeah so uh, I mean they're I, playing I the good guy card here yeah. that's what I would do for sure I, I hope it works out for them cool um, and I don't know where it came from we just decided that we wanted to talk about it mm-hmm. it was like a couple weeks ago um, that they the guys over at Overkill and what, what is that Starbreeze uh-huh. um, yeah yeah they dropped the new video for um, The Walking Dead, one of the characters. Um, her name is Maya. Um, but you can go check out their website, Overkills The Walking Dead. Um, it's really shaping up to cross over that Left 4 Dead feeling of a like a Left 4 Dead game with the world of The Walking Dead. Um, I have a few trailers that are already up. Uh, I mentioned... Um, Maya, but before Maya, the first trailer that they dropped, I think, was right around E3, maybe Paris Games mm-hmm. Week. Um, it was Aiden's trailer, um, showing off a guy who was like an architect, and he was going through his normal life in the D.C. area, um, and he sits down, and he's listening, or he's walking, and he's listening to all of these uh, uh, messages from people from work, and, you know, I need this by this deadline, and all this junk, um, and his mom calling, and all this stuff. Um, to he sits down on the bench and kind of closes his eyes, it zooms in on his eyes, and all these people were walking by him. It was the normal DC that you'd expect. When it zooms in, his face ages and it gets some blood on it, and it zooms back out. Mm-hmm. The place is trashed. There's nice. bodies and um, like cars and blood everywhere. Uh, looks pretty crazy, and he's kind of wearing more of a survivalist outfit now, carrying around a bat with some nails drawn into it. Um, and, uh, I mean, it looked really good. The biggest thing that um, we didn't see was gameplay. I mean, mm-hmm. we're just kind of watching the trailer here. Um, and then, uh, I think it was right around the 10th, they released the Maya trailer uh, showing this girl cleaning blood off from her knuckles. And then it cuts back to um, her in scrubs in the ER as, like, an RN helping uh, the at the hospital during the time of the outbreak. Yeah. Um, yeah, and shit gets really, really, real, really fast. Basically, her and the doctor back-to-back fighting off zombies as they try to push through the, you know, the two doors. And uh, at one point, they just let them in, and they just, um, you know, fight them off the best that they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the whole trailer is just her just kind of um, sitting there, like, like reflecting about everything that happened and by the end of it she has a gun and the doctor has been bit Mm -hmm. and she really couldn't pull the trigger 
Okay. So the doctor kind of helps her because he knows what needs to be done. Yep. He's a doctor, you know. Um, but it is a really good looking trailer. Um, mm. The first one and the second one, they're both really, really good. Um, and then uh, you can also get in on the um, the diaries. They have dev diaries. They have some where they talk with, uh, like, Robert Kirkman. Um, a lot of them take place at uh, Seabreeze mm-hmm. Studios. So you can kind of see these uh, Norwegian people putting together this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see, you get some of the environments and um, a good look at, like, what gameplay I guess could look like um, I don't even think they have a date on this one yet mm-hmm. let me look that up really quick um, but I mean everything I mean you get to see some some shots of like just some in-engine stuff we were talking before um, it just says 2018 uh, an expected date, so I imagine it'll either come out late this year or next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, none of the stuff that I see looks to be crazy taxing. They're using um, the UE4 engine, so, you know, using Unreal. It looks really good. Um, and then at the very end of the first Dev Diary, they kind of have just like a little piece that looks like an in-game cutscene with a, uh, a zombie walking in the background. Um, mm. pretty good. You can check out, of course, more on this game. I just kind of wanted to talk about it uh, a bit, just because I haven't heard a lot of people really talking about it. Um, and we're kind of overdue for a good Left 4 Dead style co-op game. Huh. So you know, when they release their game, I think they'll be one of the um, they'll be like one of the only in the market, you know, that would have a solid game like that. We had like a small surge of that. I felt like a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that? Uh, the first I, Vermintide. Um, yeah. The first Vermintide. We also had that, uh, um, it was like a hunting game. Oh, the hunt showdown. Uh, no, it was one where you like one player could lay traps and you were trying to catch, um, a monster. It was four v one where one Evolve? person played the monster. Evolve. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that, those are the only type of games that I can see that are even anywhere near what this is. But I mean, even Evolve is much different. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Definitely could be something to uh, keep an eye on. I know I'll be keeping an eye out for it for sure. Yeah, it's looking it's looking pretty good. I definitely want to check it out. It gives me kind of like a Dead Island vibe, uh, which is a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see more. For sure, yeah, the assets look great. Like I love seeing it in engine, like yeah. working yeah, yeah. in uh, UE4. It's really good. Cool. Um, yeah, I'll let you go ahead and take the. Um, so yeah, we have. Uh, let's see how this link works. It was kind of a weird one. Okay, it worked fine. Um, so uh, this guy Albert uh, Pinello has been Xbox's lead marketing guy. Um, it's very interesting. Uh, there's some really good comments on the bottom of people that worked with him. They're making some like funny art and stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's currently the uh, lead market director. Um, he's leaving the company after being with Microsoft and specifically the Xbox division for like 18 years. It's huge. Um, 
thing. I can definitely see why it's like, oh, I'm gonna stick around. <laughs> um, because I like, I imagine that's a pretty great um spot to be in. Uh, there's some yeah. very good stuff under there. Some great benefits, I'd imagine, and uh, oh yeah, you know, he he's kind of um cemented himself in the industry if he stuck around for 18 years, especially mm-hmm. through Xbox. I mean, how long has Xbox even been around? You know what I mean? 18 years, approximately. Yeah. Has um, for real? Well, I don't know, but he's he. Uh, I mean, you can't deny that Xbox has had great marketing. Like they've had problems, for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, uh, this guy's got like Phil Spencer saying goodbye, Larry Herb, um, a bunch of other uh, you know Xbox employees and people that have worked with Xbox. Um, Graham Boyd, some some big names that this guy's worked with, and. Uh, it's um, it's really interesting. Yeah, uh, it turns out that it originally released in November two thousand one. Uh, wow. So, yeah, he's uh, been there since pretty yeah, well launched since the beginning. Yep, that's it's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy to decide. Okay, well, you know, it, at that point, you, for me, I'm like, man, I might as well be a, like a lifer here. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know. If I had that much time, I would just stick around. Like, <laughs> I wonder what caused him to. Uh, wanna... He'll have some. He'll have a. He'll have an announcement. Yeah, I mean, we've been talking about these the last two weeks. I feel like yeah. of people like up and leaving something they've been doing for a long time, mm-hmm. and and this one's the opposite. Where we were saying everyone seemed like they were going to Microsoft. This one, um, I guess, shipping out the old and bringing in the new. I guess I don't know. That's. Yeah. That's probably not the right way to go about it, seeing as how the other guys are, you know, they they were working 14, 15 years at the same job as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool. I, I, it'll be interesting to see what he does next. It's kind of cool to read some of the comments. You got some here from uh, uh, Major Nelson. You got one here from Phil Spencer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trying to see if there was anyone else. It's still crazy though. Yeah, this I love the Sea of Thieves thing. The Sea of Thieves one, yeah. That that photo is really something. It, it's special. But yeah, it's really cool. Um, so bad news for Xbox, and more bad news for Xbox. Uh, Tacoma from uh, Fulbright, which is the company that made Gone Home, is coming uh-huh. to PS4 on May eighth. Um, so that's kind of like a quick little announcer room. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they you know they were exclusive on uh, Windows and um, Xbox. Xbox One for what is it like year? When did it come? Yeah, out? they were they they were. Um, oh, it was like August, so almost a year. Yeah, almost a year. Um, yeah, that's pretty. Uh, it's pretty cool. It was. Um, I guess. Uh, It was given accolades for best graphics of an adventure game last year. Mm, okay, that's probably fair. Yeah. Interesting. I, I would recommend it. It's cool. I wonder if this Quick is going to be coming to PSVR as well. Oh, that would be sick. Almost um, literally sickening. Yeah, I would, I would throw <laughs> up. That's what I mean. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll hear more about that, of course. Um 
later, but it's pretty cool that Tacoma mm. is coming to PS4. Okay. I was interested in checking it out, so that gives me a, a good reason to uh, grab that title. Hmm. Cool. Um, and just continuing go. right down to Shitsville, mm. um, my favorite. H1Z1 developer Daybreak Games. They're laying. They're laying off some of their staff. They haven't really confirmed um, what the amount of uh, like the of the majority of you know. It, what was it? You know, was it big? Was it something like irrational? Or you know, are we looking at a smaller version of that? Um, no one's really come forward and talked about that yet. But uh, yeah, uh, according to Gama Sutra here, um, they've hit. Uh, and laid off a portion of their workforce, cutting jobs across various departments. Um, and this is coming hot off of, not even off of the heels. This is coming before the closed beta access for H1Z1 on PS4, um, mm. which is kind of insane. Um, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Um, the game H1Z1 is coming out, I think it's going to be like 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. uh, but the Battle Royale mode will be free, okay. uh, which is kind of the same model that Fortnite and everything else has taken recently. Right. Um, but they said that, quote, uh, we are realigning our workforce uh, to better position our company for the future. Um, yeah, so so you know, I'm not I'm not too sure. They also went on to say Daybreak remains focused on publishing and developing large scale mm -hmm. online games, and will continue to service our existing long standing games and franchises. So I don't think there's any fear for like H1Z1 or anything else that they've made and are currently supporting. Um, but I I'm kind of interested to see how big of a way off. It looks like they're kind of just going into like sustain mode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the crunch is done, so it's time to axe. Yeah. That kind of so, sucks, but, you know, sometimes it's what it takes out, to keep a business open. Yeah, cutting out all of those people um, that are, like, uh, like, like I imagine the art department got hit probably pretty heavy. Mm -hmm. Because they don't probably need new art. They probably just need, you know, like, the essential programmers. And, and they'll probably have, you know, some of those guys still hanging around. So, but, yep. Uh, that's kind of interesting and I think we kind of wanted to let you know because H1Z1 is coming out soon and yeah. you know you can possibly potentially be spending money on that so um, just uh, a little what's up and what's going on with the company mm -hmm. God, we are just full of shit news today yeah more shit news um, more so shit news. Quantic Dream is doing some like fucked up shit again um, again so okay. we had the the news that uh, from three separate French media outlets, one of which was just like a highly respected like news site, <laughs> like mm -hmm. it wasn't like GamerBeat247.net. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, some very big uh, profile shit. And basically, um, Quantic Dream and David Cage is like, oh, we're suing you. Um, and oh, like boy, Sony, Sony wasn't able to shut his ass up. Which is really wild. Um, so yeah, like Le Monde is one of the most respected like newspapers in the world. Yeah. Uh, that he's going after. So uh, like it's wild. Um, yeah, this can only like spell trouble. You know what I mean? Like no matter what, this is going to be really bad. 
Because, yeah. like, even if it was uh, correct, like, if they just totally made up lies, like, that's bad, obviously. But yeah. basically what this is saying is, hey, I have enough money that I can sue anybody that says anything bad about me. That's fucked. Like, yeah, I think I think he, uh, he he he's packing a little bit too much hog for the pants he brought to work today. I agree, and he um, was also wearing cargo shorts, so like, yeah, we can see the tip, and that is not a fucking good workplace environment. Like, it's just um, like, so basically, it was like these guys have sources. Like, yeah, they didn't just they didn't like just write some shit. Like, and not yeah. to mention that there's like photos that prove that what they said was true. Like, you can't say... There's no proof that says that somebody went to their boss and their boss said, suck it up, bitch. But, like, there's proof that these, like, sexist jokes and, like, racist images and shit exist because there's fucking photos of it. And, like, uh, you know, basically their argument was, like, well, I don't believe that. Like, I wouldn't let my company run like that. And then somebody was like, well, here's the proof. And they said... Oh, if an employee does something in their personal time, we have nothing to say about that. Like, we can't do anything about that. And it's like, yeah, yeah but it's at work, dude. Like, if I were to make, uh, you know, let's say, like, there's an employee that I don't like, which is true. <laughs> like, that's always has to be true. But, like, <laughs> if I have a coworker that I don't like and I, like, Photoshop, like, a dick in their mouth and I email it to everybody in HR, like, I'm going to get fucking fired. Like, it doesn't matter that I did if that they in know my free who you time. Are, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but if even, you go under the, I mean, you can if you work at a company. If you if fine. you use the internet to email, which you have to, you can't email without internet. They right. know who sent it. Like, it's not like somebody went on an extensive like fucking ten day hacking campaign to get the perfect fucking joke email. Like, they know who sent it. They just it's like somebody's buddy, so they didn't fire him. Uh, and this is like, according to reports, which are being sued about. Uh, it's like it's it's integrated into the business like there's not one guy who's like posting racist shit it's like a lot of people and they share it you know what i mean right um so it's like very um it's very problematic uh and like obviously they're denying um they're denying this shit and they're like so basically uh, an actual comment really made this is wild as shit Basically, David Cage said, I have a black friend, so I can't be racist. Uh, he said, yeah. uh, "He said, do we want to talk about homophobia? He told the paper, we work with Ellen Page, who is fighting for LGBT rights. Dude, he had, he had taken nude scans of her that she didn't know they had. Wait. Like, they did x-ray scans of Ellen Page. Oh, that's probably... That she didn't know they did. <laughs> yeah. So, like, he's like, he's like, well, hey, you can't say that uh, I ever thought anything bad about anyone because I did this fucking highly illegal shit. And it's like, dude, that's how you could get, uh, you know, that there was, like, the, the hack to see, like, the naked uh, character in Beyond Two Souls. Hey, pick it up on <laughs> PS4. Um, that's been taken out of the PS4 version. But there's basically a way that you could, like, break the camera loose and get it camera angles you weren't supposed to have. And it was a right. fully modeled character. Um, nude and they said hey that's not Ellen Page like uh, you know we just like had some artistic representation that's just a basic character yeah and then and it came just... out that they had nude scans of Ellen Page <laughs> oh so and that's how it existed in the game is that people had x-ray nude 
models. Now, you know, if you've seen an x-ray of, like, a human, like, to just to go through clothes, it's not, like, sexy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's a person's, like, real physical detail. You know? And it's, like, he right. just gave that to all the artists to work with. And, like, nobody leaked it, I guess, but, like, holy shit. Uh, you, you really can't do that. Yeah, that's... That's a no-go. Uh, that's a hard yeah, no-go. Yeah, that's a no from me, dog. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it, it's a fucking weird situation. And it's like, okay, certainly you're not going to win this court case in France. You could probably win in the U.S. Um, you could probably successfully sue somebody that, like, couldn't 100% prove what they said. And in fact, that has happened. Um, yeah. You know, Gawker got completely killed for Hulk Hogan sending them his own nudes. <laughs> you know what I mean? This would be really funny, brother. <laughs> brother. Balls, I'll see brother. In the morning, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, um, that's that's totally fucked. Uh, Listen up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, so I don't think you can win this in France, and certainly not against one of the most powerful, like, um, publications. Pu- publications in your fucking country, like. Uh, you know, it's like, it's one of those things where, like, I know that, um, it's, like, totally problematic, like, the David Cage is a massive piece of shit or whatever. I'm still gonna play the game. A, a lot of cool people worked on it, and in fact, those cool people were whistleblowers, and they did contact the media and was like, here's this fucked up shit that's happening. And I, I want to support those people's career for sure. Um, mm-hmm. and, like, I, I you know the more information that we get through social media and everything, I really don't separate the art from the artist anymore. I just can't like, there's just too much shit out there for me to defend like really shitty stuff. Like, um, just to like drag as many people through the mud as possible. Uh, so the, you know, do you remember Rurouni Kenshin? Yeah. The, uh, samurai backwards, red haired sword guy. Um, uh-huh. so it turns out that the guy that had been making that manga had like a shit ton of child porn. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. And uh, he is back and continuing to work on Rurouni Kenshin. He's done already. Easy preasy. And I like I loved Rurouni Kenshin when I was younger. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, you just can't separate that shit as an. I just can't like it's it's you know. Like I understand Japan, okay? <laughs> like yeah. I understand that there's some weird cultural differences. I understand that there's certain things that are legal there that you are not legal in the U.S. Right. You know, I get that, and I get that there's a difference of culture. I get that people have a preference that they maybe can't control. That's fine, but he had real images of real children that were really abused. That's not okay, and right. I can't support him. Like, and it's it's the type of thing where like you could just steal the stuff. Like you could just illegally download um, Detroit Become Human. I don't. I'm not like recommending that. You could right. do that, but like. It's still a product that came out of that guy's mind. I'm going to play the game because there's a lot more than one guy that made it. Yeah. And there's a lot more than the shitty people that made it. You know what I mean? And there's people that maybe should have spoken up and they didn't, but they deserve to have a job too. You know what I mean? But, like, this game can, no matter what, it cannot be a perfect 10 for me because of that. And as as soon as these games are declining, yeah. Yeah. As soon as these games start declining in quality, like the quality is all there, the writing is sketchy, it's a little iffy. I mean, he brags about he's like, "Oh, we have Jesse Williams." You know, I can't be racist. We have Jesse Williams in this, and like his character looks fully fucking white in the game. By the way, <laughs> like Jesse Williams is mixed, 
So, I mean, there's like real world instance here, but his character in the game appears to be fully white. So, I believe you can't be racist, sir. Especially yeah. French people. Like, oh, any, like, imperialist country is gonna be able to be racist. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, uh, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of problems here. But, like, you know, I'm still interested in the game or whatever, but I'm not gonna go, like, knock down doors to get people to buy it. Of course. Um, yeah, yeah, for real. You know, I mean, it looks good, I'll, like, and I'm... He's hanging like, on by a dick hair for me, honestly. This one is on my list for what I'm playing um, for a month after it comes out. Yeah. But yeah. I could I'm very easily shift my focus from this to Vampire. Oh, yeah, Vampire's looking amazing, by the way. Yeah, and that's coming out on the 5th, and this comes out on the 25th. So what do we got, like 10 days yeah. there? So, so I mean, you know, it could go, could go either way. I feel yeah. like I'll get more playtime probably out of Vampire rather than... Yeah, um, Detroit. But I really do want to play Detroit, Detroit too. So yeah. that one's kind of up in the air for me. Well, it's also um, the Detroit Become Human demo is available on PS4, I guess now. Yeah. By the way, go pick that up. Um, I'm actually not going to get the demo specifically because I know I'm going to play the game, and there's no reason. Like, I don't need to be sold. You know what I mean? Uh huh. So like, I'm just not going to play the demo for that reason. And I also don't want to play something out of context in the game. I would rather just play it when the game is on me. Right, and but, I, that's what I'm struggling between. I haven't downloaded it yet, um, um, so I don't have that temptation. And I'm like, if I'm going to play it, I want to play it all the way through with no... like. I'm going to play it right. Apart from the demo. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I don't know, on the other hand, I kind of want to play Vampire instead, just because it's, I know it's going to be good, and if I don't get that instead, I won't play that game. Oh, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, so, you definitely like vampire's something that I'm gonna have to consciously make time for, you know. I mean, they're they're both. I guess they're both in that boat. I mean, if I don't get yeah. Detroit, I will not play that game because I know what happened with Beyond. Mm. I didn't play that game. I still haven't played that game. Why oh, I played it. I didn't beat it, <laughs> but I played right. it, baby. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, you can go pick up that demo now if you guys are so inclined on PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. And then up next, man, I looked at this game forever ago. I signed up for yep. their beta. Yep. And they never responded to me, and I'm a little bitter about it. But Strange <laughs> Brigade is uh, supposed to be coming out August 28th, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, you can, uh, of course, pre order it now. Um, Strange Brigade is kind of, I don't know, what would you closely? Well, it's like a multiplayer. Adventure, adventure co-op uh yeah like a multiplayer puzzle adventure game it's almost like um uncharted yeah well the style is definitely there i think that's just because of the location well i think uh, the the pacing of it is meant to be um like you're exploring and then you're killing some weird zombie things and then you're you know solving a puzzle so i think it's meant to be very um uncharted like yeah but with and- multiplayer I mean, I didn't get as much information as I wanted to yeah, from this. Yeah, I agree. Like, I wanted to try this game out so I knew what we were getting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, some of the characters are adventure-looking. Some of them are, like, um, scientific. Weapons experts. Some of experts. them are just, like, happen- happy to be here. Yeah. One of them looks like a World War II redcoat. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think of the game. It looks kind of cool. Um, well, it definitely looks like it could be fucked up. <laughs> like, 
like this is gonna be a really careful balance like if they don't nail it it's gonna look like total shit right um but yeah i wish i could have had a chance to test it out i'm sure they'll have an open beta before it comes out just the way that they seem to be so um excited about handing it out for people to try right you know so we'll see so i I, yeah i guess i guess we'll see see what happens um this is not the trailer i was looking for uh these are not the droids you're looking for Mm -hmm. cool and the last little tidbit that we have uh is about fortnite and the ending of season three and what could be happening for season four there are a ton of like speculations on what is going on for season four uh fortnite tweeting a picture that has like it almost looks like a blast going off to the right and it shows like almost like a superhero looking face and it just says fortnite season four and the tweet said battle adapt win season four coming soon Hmm. um that was tweeted uh today this morning how the Um, fuck are they on season four already is my question i know (laughs) i wonder if they counted the alpha that we you know when we played it forever ago (laughs) at season one and two yeah, like, um, is this, or do they mean literally seasons? Like, it's been one fall, winter, me. spring. <laughs> one week since you looked at me. Yes, Ben. <laughs> it's almost a running joke, I feel like. For, it's very good. Uh, oh, for, like, us in the beginning of the podcast. Yep. It's like Cartman. He can't hear any of the parts to... Oh, come sail away. Yeah. Come sail away without <laughs> saying the whole thing. Very good. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, the third season is drawing to a close... And a massive update looks like it could be coming. It has people thinking, yeah. uh, of course, superheroes with the tweet, because that guy is wearing like a, a, mask. a superhero mask, yeah. for sure. Um, but not only that, uh, across the entirety of um, the PvE game, there is, uh, what do they call it, Save the World. There mm-hmm. have been new missions that discuss alien abductions, you collecting yeah. telescopes, uh, you know, I, I guess it's like a mission that you can pick up now. Um, and uh, as well, there are, um, I think more and more keep showing up, but mm. there is a the definitely at least one I saw yesterday, I think yesterday when I was, or no, the day before when I was um, helping a friend in the game. Mm. Uh, there's like a shooting star. There's like a huge meteor. Yeah. It looks like it's way up there. Um, and it's very big. And other people have said that they've seen... Uh, UFO uh, like shaped things near the comet Mm. Um, as well on rooftops there are like in-game televisions that are locked to a like a testing screen Mm -hmm. so like when you hear that like noise Um, and, and and there are some like picket signs in the game which I don't understand why there would be picket signs but um, but there are, and so I mean, it looks like something is going big is going to be happening in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, the third season is expected to end here on the thirtieth, so in the next few days after that, I would imagine. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we'll see something new. You know, like is the tower is going to be destroyed? Um, who knows? They've done a lot of crazy stuff already. I mean, for yeah. Halloween, we went to some crazy places, right? And. I don't know, I kind of like what they do with it, and it, it makes me interested to go back. But okay. the biggest problem for me is they... It looked like, for a long time, it really feel like they 
felt like they were focusing just on the battle royale. Yeah, and I that's like what the PVE. Yeah, they lost anything. me on that. And then the pacing with PVE, you can out level someone, and then when you're so far ahead, you're getting nothing. It's no longer experience like to help them. Yeah, you don't get anything There's except no for just hanging out with your friend, basically. Right. And like doing and, something monotonous, so it's not like you're just chilling and like you have to go do something that's you've already done and you're way ahead of it. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. that's not fun. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll definitely see some more um, about Fortnite's fourth season, uh, probably here in a couple of days. Probably actually pretty close to um, when the podcast comes out. So, when you guys are hearing this, you'll probably already know more in the future. For sure. But that is pretty much all we have for you guys today. Uh, unless there's anything more you have, Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely, like, this was a uh, kind of a negative-heavy episode. So, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. in the future, we'll, we'll, we'll overcorrect way too far in the other direction when we get closer to E3. Yeah, uh, E3 is coming up. Um, that one's going to be... Huge. That one's going to be huge. I think it's going to be probably... There'll probably be a before E3... A during E3 and then a post E3 mm-hmm. show. So it's going to be like three like, weeks that'll probably all yeah. have heavy amount. Yeah. We're due for a huge E3, so um, yeah, keep yeah. an eye on that. For sure. Um, and in the meantime, make sure you head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. to check out all the news and video game stuff over there. Follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. so you know when we go live and do stuff just like this. Um, if you guys do listen to the podcast live, like I said, you can always join us for the, uh, or if you listen to the podcast, uh, on like iTunes, Google play, you can always join us for the live version that happens usually on Fridays, uh, right around 5 PM, uh, Eastern standard time. But like I said, follow us on Twitter. So, you know, when we go live, um, and, uh, for us here on Twitch, make sure you tag that follow button. Uh, leave notifications on. We only go live usually once a week uh, for the mm-hmm. podcast. We do have a D&D session uh, ready to ramp up this weekend, right? Yeah, probably. Probably We'll have, this we'll have to make sure everything all lines up, but uh, probably this weekend and next couple weekends. Yeah. Um, so when we are doing a uh, really interesting playthrough, it'll be different than most standard D&D sessions we are playing this edition so mm-hmm. uh, turn on that those notifications uh give us the follow and um come hang out with us it makes uh it makes for a pretty fun stream especially with some of the people that we have uh joining us on this one yeah i feel like when you and i get together something interesting happens and then when we add in uh the other one of the other guys that's joining us for this mm-hmm. um all hell kind of breaks loose so it just gets gayer and gayer the more we add it gets a little more homosexual it does yeah mm-hmm. um but thank you guys for hanging out until next time i am nice warm and i'm filter cord later guys